Let's talk children's right to play now. Uh, an NPO called A Chance to Play South Africa and some concerned parents are advocating for children's right to play and to make us understand why they would dedicate their time for something like this. We're joined on the line now by Cynthia Morrison, director at the NPO called A Chance to Play South Africa. Thank you for joining us, Cynthia. Thank you very much for the opportunity. <laughs> so uh, Great. So well, I wish we had more time because you know how it is with broadcasting. Everything's rush, rush, but at least we can talk to you for a little bit. Why did you uh, come up with a chance to play? What is it about exactly? Well, it's about the fact that um, children's places to play are getting fewer and fewer, and um, especially in their own neighborhoods. And um, a lot of parents don't have money for transport to get their children to to play places where there are um, facilities for them. And so um, children's play is so very important for their development and for their well-being, for their mental health. Um, a lot of children need, um, need play to be able to act out their emotions and their feelings. And um, today, um, play is really focusing a lot on the type of play you'll do to develop your skills for school. So like mm. you build a puzzle. And it's because you need to develop your thinking skills. But the kind of freely chosen play that we all did as children, where you would go out with a group of friends and skip or play catches or whatever, kick a ball around, those, that sort of play is becoming, um, uh, becoming less and less. And that is the kind of play that especially older children need a lot. Um, so that is why we exist. We exist to uh, to train people about that, to talk about children's rights to play, about what sort of play opportunities there could be. We also work with communities. We sort of we've got play forums where parents get together and they see what they can do to to bring more play into their particular neighbourhood. And then we've got play champions. Mm-hmm. where people try and um, do whatever they can to get play going just in their neighborhood for special occasions like we did that for World Play Day, which was the 28th of May. We're going to do it again for Heritage Day where we're going to focus on indigenous games. And I guess that in a nutshell is what it's all about. <laughs> okay. So what what role do the parents play then? Um, well, first of all, the, the parent has to know that his child has to should be playing. So in other words, he's got to give permission and he's got to give time for the child. He's got to allow time for the child to actually play. I think we all know how frustrated we get when we start with something and somebody says, okay, that's enough now, you've got to leave it. Mm. Uh, the child needs to play through what he's trying to play with as much as possible. Not always possible, but as much as possible. So that's the one thing. Parents need to understand that children's play is very important to them um, and for the development. For example, if you if children, uh, teenagers are going out and playing in groups, they're learning leadership, they're learning negotiating, they're trying to improve themselves, they're getting on with others, and they persevere. Um, These are all important skills for the workplace. And um, if children don't have that kind of play, they're missing out on an opportunity to develop those workplace skills. So uh, parents need to understand the need for that, and they need to allow it to happen. Also, it's because teenagers, for them, sometimes play is just getting together with a group of friends and talking. Mm. Um, That alone is a safety valve. And I think we all know that in these days of COVID, um, children are really, their right to play is really being denied them. And um, even the the gathering of children is is being denied. 
So um, what, what we talk about is a play bubble. You can see it on our website, how it works. Uh-huh. Uh, just where a group of children can get together, physically distanced, but still playing together, chatting together, but just knowing that an adult is there making sure that they are keeping their physical distance. Um, so parents can do that, but parents um, can also, obviously, playing with a child is also a great thing. Um, children don't always want their parents playing with them. But when they say, oh, come, let's go kick a ball, let's go throw a ball, and the parent joins in, that means more than you'll ever know to the child whose parent is actually doing that with them. So um, that is also parents' roles, yeah. Yeah, and I was going to say, that's great. I mean, we look at COVID now, so there's observations of the protocols. There's also uh, online uh, play. What what can we do in, in terms of that as parents? Um, well, you know, online play. I mean, they, uh, a lot of children are playing online more and more, and there's no, there's no reason why the children shouldn't be playing online. But if I look at my grandson, who's 11, mm. um, he meets friends online with games. But he'll say to me, oh, Gran, I miss meeting my friends. I miss talking to my friends. It's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. And that kind of interaction that goes on when you're meeting face to face, it's not a, playing online is not a substitute. Yes, it keeps the children uh, away from boredom. That's basically what it is. Keeps them away from boredom. And it, you know, it, it does develop skills also. But that face to face kind of play, we need to try and create opportunities for it. Um, and yeah. I mean, you know, play in general, it's, it's, it's under threat these days because, for instance, if children don't have yards or gardens, they're going into the street. But then there's the, the element there of risk yeah. of the children going into the street, who's protecting them, all the things that could happen to children. And also have a look around you. You'll see signs that say no ball games, no skateboarding, keep off the grass, no cycling. So, you know, play yeah. is under threat for children today. So how do we engage our children then as part of your play bubble? Uh, what is your website? And also because you are an NPO, uh, those who want to donate. Um, okay, so our website is a chi- uh, uh, www.achancetoplaywithhyphensinbetweenahyphen.org.za uh, and you'll find a lot of information on there. We've got a lot of uh, download, free, free mat- uh, resource materials that can be downloaded. Um, and there's, for example, our training manual, which is packed mm-hmm. full of ideas to play, okay. can be downloaded for free. So a dash chance dash to play. A dash chance dash to dash play dot org dot z a. That's it. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm aware of your time pressure. Yes. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Okay, have a great, great. day too. You Bye. Too. Cynthia Morrison, Director of uh, A Chance to Play. So a chance to play.org.za and a dash in between the letters and the words there. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to the team. Lebu Muswewu, Gwenzekile Ntlati on production and Vusani Marole on digital. Zelma Tribi on technical production. My name is Asanda Peda. Back with the usual programming tomorrow, 3 till 5 a.m. It's when you'll find me. Kathy Mutlatana will be with you 9 till 12. It's 12 now. Let's get an update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo.